0: Hello everybody and welcome back to our podcast Thanks for coming back to listen to us again If you hear some loud knocks, um, that's the acorns hitting our roof It's fall, (laughs) (laughs) so we're getting pelted But anyways, if you can listen past that, um, that'd be great, thank you Uh, But it is a big day here Um, And uh, Emma, will you tell us about why it's a big day?
1: Yeah, so this is a big day because there is a big deadline today. We, just about a week ago, figured out that we were actually in the running for this deadline today. We thought we weren't. So I'll tell you a little bit about what's going on. Um, There's this thing called pre-field training that all Mm -hmm. MTW missionaries have to go to. And it's only offered twice a year. It's offered in January and in July every year. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, is that we were kind of tracking with our support to go to the July one, but there's an area retreat that we're supposed to staff that's in Asia um, right at the same time as the July pre-field training. And, you know, the reason our support was tracking for us to go to that one is because generally you have to be at 70 or 80% of your support to go to pre-field training. But MTW let us know a little while ago that if we're at 50% of our support, then they'll let us go to the January one. So then we could still go to the retreat in July too. Yep. Which is awesome. But up until about a week ago, we weren't anywhere close to be able to go to that. And our support made a big jump last week, which was super exciting. And we sent out an email on, was it Saturday maybe? Uh, I don't remember. Over the weekend yeah. sometime. Yep. To let people know what was going on. And we heard a little bit back, not a ton. And so we sent one more email out like super early yesterday morning, letting people know we only had about two hundred and fifty left to go. Yeah,
0: as a part of our newsletter.
1: Oh, yeah, as a part yeah. of our newsletter. Yeah, we only had about $250 left to, to raise monthly to be able to go to Prefield, which was so exciting. But I think we were so excited because we made a little bit of a miscalculation with <laughs> some of our pledges. We had got like a pretty big pledge on Sunday night. And I think we just totally messed up in the morning because mm. we were a little bit overly zealous about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so we realized about later, later that morning that we had messed that up and we actually had about double that amount to raise. And mm. it was kind of embarrassing. It was like, oh no, everyone's going to think we're like horrible with money and that we, you yeah. know, we have a software that does all of it. We just looked at it wrong. And so we were like, man, yeah, everyone's praying for this two fifty dollars a month. What is, what's God going to do? Like we've, yeah. we messed this up. So we were kind of upset about that. And then, pretty quickly, God brought in exactly 250 a month, yeah. which is crazy. Yeah. And then he just like, we just sat at that amount for hours, and Matt and I were like, "Huh, He's either going like, to keep us right here?
0: He's prepping us. Yeah, he's prepping you know? us. Like <laughs> is he
1: going to get us that extra amount that we messed up?
0: Yeah. Um, It's like, it was like a, it was like the calm before the storm. (laughs) Uh It was like, we're just, we're sitting right here and God's telling us, you're just going to sit here and realize how awesome I am because I'm about to do something crazy.
1: (laughs) But even the fact that he brought in exactly 250 and we were sitting at that amount. I mean, that's, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. So then by over the next few hours, after a few hours of 250... There were a few donations mm-hmm. that brought us exactly up to fifty percent, exactly yeah. where we need to be. Like on our software it shows it shows just fifty percent. It's not more, it's yeah. not less. Yeah.
0: And and the crazy part about that is that some of those people that, that ended up joining our support team hadn't even seen our newsletter. Mm-hmm. So they didn't even know yeah. that we were this deadline was coming up. They yeah. just hopped on at like the exact right time. Yeah. So that seemed made it seem even more <laughs> providential to me.
1: I mean, it's just amazing because we had to be at fifty percent. We we weren't sure. We thought they might let us register at forty nine. Yeah. Um,
0: and we've the the it, what makes this even crazier is that we've never raised this amount of monthly support that quickly.
1: Mm-hmm. It was like four hundred seventy five dollars in one day. Yeah. But even more than that over the course of a few days. So right. Yeah. Amazing a record for
0: us.
1: (laughs) And it's just so cool because we messed up. You know, there was no reason that that support had to come in. And yeah, and then we would have had to tell everybody we messed up. And because of that, we didn't make it to the goal. But that's not how our God works. And that's just pretty amazing.
0: Yeah. And it's it's funny because I think a few weeks before this, we were talking about, and I was pretty confident in this, we were talking about, (laughs) Uh, we're not going to make it, and that's okay. We'll figure something else mm-hmm. out. Yeah, yeah. Because we were at, like, what, like, 33%, yeah, something there. like that. hmm And we were just like, yeah, it's, it's not going to work out. Yeah. But, but you know, that's okay. And uh, But we still had a lot of people praying for us, mm-hmm. and we were praying like our lives depended yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah. Especially in the last couple of days. Yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. God has, like, above and beyond showed us how much He cares about what we ask for, how mm-hmm. much He cares... That his work is going to be done, and praying is a, is so a big part of that, and we've seen that very vividly. I mean, like I haven't recognized um, how powerful prayer is, really. I think up until this point, really, because I mean, I've I've prayed for things before, and I've needed things before, like mm. desperately, yeah, but yeah. but um, just it's just so easy to see right now. <laughs> mm how all of that came in so quickly after we had been praying so much. I don't think I've prayed that much ever in my life before.
1: As yesterday. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And
0: maybe that's because I'm just now kind of like realizing. Those are just
1: acorns falling, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) If you can hear that.
0: Yeah. Uh, I guess we haven't prayed this much before just because we've just recently realized how how real it is because of our training and because of other things like that. Um, Missionaries talking about it. Mm -hmm. But... Also, wow, we've seen how it works. <laughs> yeah,
1: and just so many people letting us know that they're praying for us, too, and that they're earnestly praying for us. It's just such an encouragement, and yeah. we just wanted to tell all of you that those prayers were answered, and God, God's done it. Yeah. So, all by himself, he's done it. <laughs> right,
0: right, yeah. Uh, so a verse that I, I thought was cool is Proverbs twenty one thirty one, and it says, The horse is made ready for the day of battle, but the victory belongs to the Lord. I felt like that's kind of like what we were doing, you know, we were getting, we were getting ready for this, you know, it was, it was coming up and we were praying and everything, do, you know, doing everything mm-hmm. we could, yeah, you know, we were getting the horse ready, but we put the <laughs> saddle on wrong, you know, we got the bit in backwards, um, everything backwards mm-hmm. and we were trying so hard, but ultimately... God got the victory for us. Yeah. And he made that very clear. Very clear. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I thought that was funny.
1: Yeah. So praise the Lord. Yeah. We praise made the him. Lord. It's
0: it's a miracle. It, you've yeah. just witnessed a miracle. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so now we, um, we're going to Prefield in January and we will be able to make that area retreat in, in July. July. Yeah. So we're super excited. This is a really exciting morning.
0: And we also just wanna extend a huge thank you to everyone who's hopped on board with us yeah, to try and, and get us to this, um, this training in January and also to the area retreat in July. Mm. This is huge for us because that retreat in July is with the team that we're going to be joining, mm-hmm. and we're going to be with a lot of the missionary kids who we're supposed to be caring for on the field mm-hmm. um, as a part of what our team does. Yeah. So that's huge for us to be able to start developing those relationships early mm-hmm. and also get acquainted with our team and start discovering you know, what avenue we fit best earlier on mm-hmm. that will help us kind of like speed up the process when we're on the field. So huge thank you to everyone.
1: Yeah, yeah totally. Um, and we actually, uh, just earlier this month, we went to an area retreat. We talked about it in our last podcast, but this area retreat was for all the people from the Americas. So the reason the Asian one is a little bit closer to our hearts is because like Matt said, those are the kids that we're going to be yeah. Still trying to love why we're in Japan, but the kids in the Americas, we were just kind of more extra hands for the retreat, and we're not going to really have long term relationships with those kids as much, which is kind of sad. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so we'd love to tell you a little bit about that area retreat and the one we were just at in the Dominican Republic. Uh,
0: yeah. So what was it
1: like? What was it like? I'm starting. Okay. Um, it was great. It was great. I was with tweens, and Matt was with teens. So yeah. if you don't know, te- tweens are like nine to twelve years old, ten to twelve, um, and then the yeah, teens Matt, were thirteen to eighteen.
0: Thirteen to eighteen, ish. Yeah.
1: That's right. And it was great. Every day, in the morning, we had programs with them. So for the tweens, we got to yeah. when they came in, we got to play games for a while, and then they got to sing some songs and then hear the gospel. And then generally they got to talk about it too at the end. And then for tweens, they're so young that in afternoons they're more with their families, which is awesome. And, but we still got to see them in the afternoon and we got to spend time at the beach with them or in the pool with them, just getting to know their families, which was really sweet. Yeah. And I even got the opportunity one day to share a little bit. I, I got to teach the, the Bible lesson and I did, um, Jesus Cleansing the Leper, which was mm-hmm. actually really cool because I've never dug that deep into that story before. So that was, was fun to teach. I was kind of nervous because I've never taught that age group before and it was like a totally new team I was working with, um, but yeah. I, I think it went okay. Yeah. What about you, Matt? How was it for you?
0: It was, it was great. And <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, we talked before we went to the area retreat about how this is going to be good for us because we'll get some actual hands-on experience with what we've been talking about, about missionary kids. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we really got that. Mm -hmm. Um, At least I feel like I got that Um, because the way the teens did it was we had a pastor come in from the States um, who uh, I don't think doesn't normally work with next, but did a great job. Um, We had games beforehand and then we would go to like a large group kind of thing where we would sing songs and have a, have a message presented, and um, the pastor presented on, um, you know, something really important for kids, which is what does it mean and what does it look like to have a relationship with Jesus Christ, Um, which is something that has been really important to me, something that I wish, you know, I had known more about in my young age. Mm -hmm. Um, But he talked about the life of Peter and the development of Peter into, you know, Headstrong Peter into the rock on which the church is built, mm. and I thought that was really powerful for kids to hear. but after that, we would have small groups um, and we would just talk about the message and talk about our lives and things like that. But one of the things that um, our leader brought up in the small group kind of towards the end of the kind of towards the end of the week was um, everyone was going around saying what they liked about the area retreat, mm-hmm. and our leader, after hearing all that was like. So it seems like all of you the your favorite thing about the retreat all kind of comes back to relationships with other people. Mm-hmm. And getting close with other people, people who understand you. Mm-hmm. That seemed like a really important thing to them was that they had other missionary kids around mm-hmm. and that was their favorite part of it. You know, <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't, you know, being in the small groups and talking about Jesus, Mm -hmm. while those things were important to them, Mm -hmm. what was clearly most important was that they had people around, other missionary kids who understand them, who had the same experiences as them. And that was really special to them and just showed really well how they need need that belonging. It's Mm -hmm. just they just don't, you know, their life experiences aren't similar at all to other people's. Mm -hmm. And because of that, they feel like no one understands them. But missionary kids do understand them. yeah. And it was just so cool to see how well they jived with each other, even though some of them didn't really know each other very well. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was, that was cool.
1: Yeah, that's super cool.
0: How do you feel like you got to know what missionary kids are like and what their struggles were?
1: Mm -hmm. Well, you know, since I was with the younger kids, it was a little bit different than with the teenagers, but... I just felt like those kids wanted to be loved so much. I mean, just even at the end of the week when they were saying goodbye, it was just really clear that they had formed sweet relationships with each other and with all of us leaders. And that, I don't know if it's as easy to see sometimes here in the States, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but just seeing how much those kids wanted to be loved and cared for and wanted a relationship.
0: Yeah, they're so sweet. The kids so were super sweet. sweet kids.
1: So sweet. There was also some funny stuff because, you know, it was the Americas retreat. So a lot of the kids spoke Spanish and there was one guy who was helping out at the retreat too, who was from Colombia, hmm. not South Carolina, <laughs> the other the country. <laughs> and he could speak Spanish with the kids and the kids like felt so cool being able to jump from English just Spanish. Yeah. So that was a little peek for me into MK culture. And yeah. it kind of also makes me look forward into our life. Like if we have kids someday on the field, yeah. that'll be our kids maybe too, you know, speaking English and then Japanese. Um, I mean, who knows yeah. if the Lord's going to give us kids, but.
0: <laughs> but I also remember you saying some of the kids in your class couldn't speak Spanish very well mm-hmm. and they were kind of insecure about it. Yeah. yeah. Right. They, they were, they were, they were upset that they couldn't speak along with them, and that yeah. that just goes, to me, that just goes to show how it's, you know, if you don't know the language, mm-hmm. you're going to a different culture, that just reinforces it's really hard, right? To be an MK. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because some of them know really good Spanish and some don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they were like super upset about that, but it definitely a little bit quiet okay. about the fact that they don't speak Spanish. Yeah. You know, I I think right. I think you're probably onto something, but yeah. yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's some pretty awesome kids, though. I think we just left being like, wow, what awesome kids from awesome families doing yeah. really cool stuff. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So that was really sweet to see.
0: Yeah, and it was it was sweet to see. Some of the parents were just really appreciative with how next was investing into their kids. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, it just, one of the, one of the quotes that we sent out, I think with one of our thank you letters Mm -hmm. was, it it was, it was something along the lines of like, um, this is just like what next is doing. is just a drop in the bucket of what our kids need. Mm -hmm. And so it's so, and, and there haven't been any drops for a really long time. That's what it was.
1: Yeah. One of the parents said that. Right.
0: Right. And that was so, impactful to me to see that from a parent's perspective yeah. of, of what next is doing is really important for their kids. And they love these area retreats. Mm.
1: It's just like one tiny thing in the grand spectrum, but they, yeah. they don't have a lot of encouraging things like that. So it's a big deal. So that was, yeah. you're right. That was really cool. And just, we also heard that like the next leaders were the only ones that knew people's kids names, uh, which was big for the parents because not a lot of people pull yeah. into their kids. So Super encouraged about that and also just encouraged in what we're doing. Like we're really excited about this ministry where we see that it is very needed and that's encouraging to us because, well, not that, not that these kids are in need, but that we're excited to fill the need. Yeah. Yeah. So we're about to wrap up, but we were quickly going to talk about maybe just what we feel like God's teaching us right now. Yeah. You want to start, Matt?
0: Yeah, I can I can talk about that. Um one of the things that we're going through in our training is evangelism. Um and they they showed a video um during our training about this guy who's an atheist and he said he said something that was really impactful to me and kind of like cut deep. <laughs> it was he said um he doesn't take Christians seriously who don't evangelize. Hmm. He said, because it's like, it's like, you know, if a truck is coming to hit me, if, you know, if, if that truck is going to hit me and you don't pull me out of the way and you know it's (laughs) going to hit me, then, you know, why, why are you even there? Why, why are you even, you know,
1: do you even care?
0: Right. And so he, he was saying, if you don't tell me this good news. Why why are you a Christian? Why why would you hold that back from me if you know that you have good news that's going to save my life? Yeah. It's going to completely change my life mm-hmm. and secure my life for forever. Yeah. Why would you not tell me that?
1: <laughs> and I mean he's an atheist. So I think he's just seen a lot of Christians who don't evangelize. It makes him think, yeah. Is it really? Do they really believe this? Cuz if they did, they would be talking about it.
0: Yeah. And I think I think in in our American culture, it's it's really easy to not evangelize and to see, to have that like deed evangelism where you just your life is lived following Christ, and people's people see that mm-hmm. you're not actually speaking the word to them. Yeah, yeah. But, and and that is an impor- important part of evangelism. Yeah, totally. But evangelism MTW has really been good at defining for us is. It's word and also deed, because in the Bible it talks about how people who don't hear the word are never going to know the word mm-hmm. they have to hear it by speaking, by preaching, that's how the word is is conveyed, yeah, and so it's it's so important to have that word and also that also the deeds, yeah and and it can be kind of scary to <laughs> to talk about that with someone you know primarily with someone you don't you don't know very well mm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's important to couple both of those together. Yeah. You know, you love someone really well. You come to them in a time of need and you care for them and then you share the gospel with them. Mm. And we, we miss the fact that God is behind us when we're sharing the gospel, that we have actual you know, spiritual power. God, God is there and he's right beside us Mm. and he's going to make our words sting. You know, we can (laughs) say it however much we want. We can talk about it, um, in, in like the most convincing way, but ultimately it's God that makes it hit.
1: Mm, Right. Yeah. What about you? Oh, I mean, I think I'm kind of thinking about all of that stuff, but also I know we talked about prayer last month, but I think it's just, it's still the theme. (laughs) just because of the events of yesterday and this morning. Um, Just God continuing to press on me to Mm. pray and to run to Him. Yeah. I don't know if I stopped praying yesterday. (laughs) I was really, I was nervous about that. And so, but taking it to Him. and
0: And it, It was funny because in the last podcast, we talked about prayer. And we talked about how it's not talked about very much. <laughs> yeah. And then I went and listened to a sermon uh, by Les Newsom in Christ Pres- uh, Church of Oxford. And he, his sermon was about prayer. So it was like right after I had talked <laughs> about that that he's talking about prayer. <laughs> That's funny. I, I thought that was funny. but um,
1: So thank you guys so much for listening and for rejoicing with us in this, and meeting this deadline. Uh, we're so thankful for you all And We I, got, I don't know You can do the exit You do it You're better at it
0: Okay <laughs> Uh <laughs> Uh We're so thankful for All of you Uh Lending an ear to us It's a little Yeah It is Okay Bye
1: Bye